In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the And welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Live on Tuesday I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. With me, my co-host, psychic investigator for the New England Ghost Project, the queen of pain, Maureen Wood. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? Um, okay. I'm okay. Okay. I'm out in uh, sunny California. Well, not so sunny today, but that's okay. Really? Yeah. Well, it was still warm, but it wasn't, you know, too sunny. But I'm inside anyway, so it really doesn't matter. So the the big question I will ask is, the place you're staying at haunted? No. Oh, bummer. No, not that I know of. <laughs> if you don't know, then no one knows. Yeah, well, I just, you know, I, I basically... um. It's not like I'm sleeping too much, you know, and I, I get uh, into the hotel, and I really don't pick up anything, so. Well, oh, that's the good. area I'm in, anyway. Uh, I, I always remember, uh, well, before we get started, anyways, um, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Live on TojiNet. Uh, the number here is 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, or join us live in the Togi chat room. Anyway, <laughs> I, I always remember we went to that uh, Gettysburg conference, and it was a new hotel, and we were up, uh, I don't know if you get what floor, second floor, third floor, fourth floor, whatever, it doesn't really matter. We had adjoining rooms, and I opened the door, and I came in to talk with you, and we were both there, and all of a sudden we heard the, the click, and the door closed, and the thing slid, and, and I remember seeing like a dark shadow move in the bathroom out the door. So yeah. we had a little visitor at that time. Yeah, and I, I actually believe it was someone who kind of thought that they were a priest. Really? Yeah, and the reason I say that is because I remember kind of laying down, trying to take like a you know half an hour nap because we had just driven all that way, and um, and literally I felt like somebody was trying to make the sign of the cross on my forehead, and I could feel someone right there. And the funny part was is that later on that night when we went to investigate, I think it was the Lady Gray farm or right. Um, the Lady Gray Farm, we were talking to another psychic that was there, and I mentioned that to her, and she almost choked. She was like, oh, my God, you're right. She says that happened to her, and she said the same thing. So that she, her That's interpretation the was there was someone that had been a priest in that in that area or around that hotel. Yep, okay. so they're out there protecting. But, I mean, it's a hotel with, with floors and stuff. I mean, basic time doesn't mean anything to spirits, I mean. So why, I mean, why the third floor, fourth floor? I don't understand that. I mean, 
Why would they haunt that rather than... You know, well, who says they're haunting? Maybe they're walking through. You don't know. So you just think they were street ghosts? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that maybe being in there and having a conference that was um, a paranormal conference or all this intention and belief and, and, you know, and research into the paranormal, I mean, you have to be drawing in something sometimes, too. How do you know? Maybe you're just having someone that sees the light on and pretty much comes in. Interesting. Anyways, before I go any further, I want to uh, apologize to Bob. He's one of our listeners, and also he's in the chat room, too, I noticed. Uh, we were going to do this live broadcast on Ghost Chronicles International with uh, two pubs, one in the U.K. and one in uh, Lowell, Massachusetts, and Bob actually came out of the pub to see us, but uh, as many of you know, the, uh, my co-host, uh, Richard Felix, from the U.K., is not doing well, and... Uh, you know, we really appreciate all the prayers and uh, energy work that's going out to him and uh, keep it coming because he really needs it. So, um, anyways, Bob, I apologize. We had to cancel that event. Uh, so we'll catch up with you another time anyways. Uh, another thing I want to bring up is this Sunday, which I actually re I received an email and I meant to address it last week on the show, and I didn't, is that they had caught something about Lighthouse at the end of the show and they wanted to know more about it. And that is on Sunday, between 1 and 4, I will be giving haunted tours of uh, Portsmouth Lighthouse on Newcastle, New Hampshire. And uh, it's really cheap, like two bucks. And it's uh, the money goes to uh, the Friends of Portsmouth Lighthouse for uh, uh, restoration and maintenance of not only Wood Island, I mean, not only uh, Portsmouth Lighthouse, but also Whaleback Lighthouse as well. So if you're not doing anything on Sunday, it's a good day. Come on up. Come and say hello, and uh, we'll tell you a little ghost stories, and you get the tour of the lighthouse. You get to go all the way up in the tower and everything. Ooh, that would cool. be really cool. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, what else we got going up? I know there was something else I was probably... You know, that's the thing. I, I keep getting... People keep telling me, you know, you got to do this on here. you got to do this. I keep forgetting all the time. The website, anyghostproject.com. Uh, oh, speaking about that, we actually received an email, which I was going to address, and I think I will do this now while I have the time. Yeah, let me see if I can pull that up. Computer's so slow today. Okay, here it is. It says, uh, Dear Ron and Maureen, let me tell you, I've listened to your podcast on iTunes, and without a doubt, I can see you the best ghost hunting team out there. Oh, really? Oh, that's she, sweet. She hasn't seen too many, evidently. <laughs> I really enjoy the podcast when you go on a road trip and investigation. I would love to hear more about your investigation uh, that you do. You plan to do more investigations on air like you did when you first got on Toji Net. I really enjoyed them. Are there any of the uh, TojiNet shows archived? Uh, I, she goes on saying, I can't wait for the book, but I would really like to learn more about your investigation. And that was from, uh, it's, it's some more stuff in there, but anyways, basically that was from uh, Diane from uh, New Mexico. So, yes, Diane, actually on the, this, there's a couple things I can address on there right off the bat. First of all, about the investigations, Maureen and I, are doing more, correct? Excuse me? Hello? Excuse me? We are planning on doing more live podcasts? Yes, we are. But what's this arguing is what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? Did you say arguing? I'm going deaf over here, I think. 
Oh, my God. Never mind, never mind. Are doing more. Yes, we are. But I will tell you, though, the reason I brought up and mentioned the arguing piece, it's kind of comical, Ron, because I've gotten about three or four emails from different listeners. Right. And they, you know, I, you know, they keep saying, tell Ron to stop picking on you and stop being a knucklehead. But really? I can't really concur, but I can send you the email so that you can see what I'm saying. But that's okay. They uh, said that they know you're really being nice, but, you know, you just have a, a tendency to, you know. Yeah, you brought that you one up last week, if I, if I remember. There's someone different this time. Yeah, well, you know, I haven't picked on you at all a set of things today, so. I know. I, I'm just, I'm amazed. I'm just bringing it up. Anyways, uh, yes, and the other thing about the archived uh, shows on Net, they now are available if you go on the uh, the website, any Ghost Project website, and on the uh, right-hand side, there are two buttons that actually have a lot of the, uh, um, what do you call it, archive shows on them. That you click on them, and, and you can listen to them at your leisure, whatever you want. So those are, are on our uh, website, anyghostproject.com. And uh, what was the other thing she asked for? Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, the podcast with the uh, road trips. Uh, yeah, we'll be doing more of those. In fact, I have one coming out next week. So anyways, uh, we have a caller right now, so why don't we put her on the air? Hello, Elizabeth, is that you? Hello. Yes, it is me. Hey, is how me. are you? I must be good. Psychic, huh? Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Maureen. How are you? Oh, I'm just ducky. How you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. Ah, so how have you guys been? What's going on? What have I missed? Actually, that we're going to ask you that because you are doing <laughs> something that's absolutely exquisite, and I think this is a great idea. I hope it really flies to you. You are doing virtual uh, classes, correct? I am. I why, am. Why don't you, first of all, identify yourself. This is uh, Elizabeth. This is Elizabeth at Bay State Paranormal Center. And your Eight website? Nine. The website is baystateparanormalcenter.com. There you go. Spelled, it's spelled the way it sounds or the way it's supposed to be spelled, so you get it marked right on your spelling paper. Um, <laughs> but at any rate, um, you know, we've, we were founded um, last year, and what we do is we offer about as wide of an array of paranormal classes as I can possibly find out there. And so um, what I decided to do is, that instead of being limited to the small geographic area of southern Massachusetts, what I've done is I decided to go cutting edge, um, breaking technology, and start having classes in the virtual realm. So it's basically like conferencing, like video conferencing. Um, you log in, you, you, know, you find up for the class that you want to take, you log in, and with the exception of being in your underwear in your own home, which we won't know about. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I was just thinking of that, Elizabeth. You must be reading my mind. Unbelievable. <laughs> Great, Ron. I'll, I'll try to not log you in now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I second that one. <laughs> yeah. hey, wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You guys have never seen me in my underwear, so we, hey. And it's There's not, an island for that. So, it, it's not something you. that we think about. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There okay. is a reason for that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> yeah. So um, at any rate, we have a couple of classes that are coming up. Um, I've had to rework the whole schedule. So in May was a light month for us for classes. Not May. June was a light month for classes. So 
Next week, um, I will be starting a three-part class called Learn to Ghost Hunt, and it's a great basic class just to get started. I know I had this problem when I first started. You know, I was like, yeah, let's go ghost hunting. And then I get there. doesn't matter how many episodes of Ghost Hunters I've watched. I get there, and I still don't know what I'm doing. So um, this is a great class to take to get you going. And then, you know, it goes through, talks about what type of specters you'll, you could see, then what to wear, what to do in an investigation, and then it has the follow-up class at the end because you do have homework. You have to go out and investigate something. Ooh. And we come back and look at your evidence. So this will be done all online. And um, we also have Mike um, Baker, who is an awesome equipment guy, and he's going to be doing paranormal technology. So understanding the equipment that you are using, which is a great follow-up to this course. I think but, that's um, important. What's that? I think that's very important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's the point? You buy these DVRs and all this other fancy equipment, and then... It's not even you don't know what to do to investigate. You don't even have to use the equipment. So um, Mike's really great at teaching those kinds of courses. So we're going to, you know, that's what we're starting with, and we're going to be rolling out more and more as time goes on. So, um, and then, you know, we'll still be having um, in-person events. You know, we're working on several uh, different Bridgewater Triangle tours right now. Um, and, you know, we have a paranormal night coming up the Brockton Rock. So, there's a lot of things that we still have going on, and we will still have, like, some classes will be in person, but it's going to be primarily online. I, I think that's a great idea. I know that uh, Lloyd Auerbach is doing some uh, ghost hunting courses uh, where you actually check into a, a virtual conference room, and, and you, uh, you know, it's pretty much like they do it, you know, it's like kind of like what they do at the universities in uh, Arizona and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I think yeah. I, I think it's a great idea. I think it's a fantastic idea. You, you know, you know, uh, Elizabeth, I love you very much, and um, I wow. really enjoyed. I, really, I know. I really you must be in his underwear right now. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, wait a minute, ladies. I'm speaking here. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I really enjoyed meeting you uh, when we went down there uh, when you were with uh, that other place, Open Doors or something, whatever. Uh huh. And. I would love to get back down there again, but it was always so far away, and you know what my schedule yeah. and stuff. So this is kind of a really, really neat idea. And, it really uh, is. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, it's, you know, depending on the circumstances, you might not even ever have to even leave your house to teach a course. Like, Mike Baker is going to be doing it from his house. Really? So he doesn't even have to leave, you know? So hopefully he's dressed not in the underwear. <laughs> but at any rate... Um, yeah, and it makes it a lot easier because I could essentially have anyone anywhere in the world teach a class um, that anyone anywhere in the world could take. Um, so this will open it up wide open, which will be really great. So I'm excited about that. Hmm. Very excited. You know, that, that's great. You know, and I, I really hope that a lot of people take advantage of it because it's oh, not yeah. often that um, you can take you know, different types of courses that are set up so well as far as to, you know, providing follow-up, being able to be in the convenience of your home, you know, without having to travel to the location to take the course. Yeah, so. yeah especially. I mean, this is great for people that can't always get a babysitter um, or when the price of gas, you know, continues to rise. You know, it's great for that. You don't have to spend anything other than the ticket price. 
you know, what if you're someone that's agoraphobic? Uh, you know, agoraphobic, and you never leave the house. <laughs> you know, so yeah. um, you know, this is great for a lot of people. So I'm really looking forward to it, and can't wait to do the first class on Monday night. So hopefully, you know, we'll have a lot of people taking it. And if you would like more information, you can go to the website at BayStateParanormalCenter.com or you can email me at BayState, the letter P, the letter C, at AOL.com. And I can give you more information. You know, guys, you, you open your mouth with the, the underwear stuff, and now there's some little discussion going on in the chat room about what, who is what underwear. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I wear briefs. <laughs> okay, moving right along. Okay. <laughs> you know, I would love to try one of those courses myself, uh, Elizabeth. You know, I would okay. love to, you know, even uh, do one. I think that would be fun. Yeah, it would be. I think it would be really good. I mean, you know, just at the center, we've had so many wonderful people just come to the center to speak. Um so, uh, you know, it would be great to have you teach a course. It would be great to have you take a course. So let me know. I, I think that's that you I really, really, you know, I think that's, you know, cutting edge as far as I'm concerned. And we need more people that think outside the box if we want to use that stupid analogy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it yeah. works. People understand it. Yep. Yeah. Whatever. It's still great. <laughs> God. So, Elizabeth, yeah. Um, yeah. I met you on the uh, Psychic Field. USS a, Salem. Yes, at the USS Salem. And we we got to talking, by the way. I, I, you're the only person I really talked to there. <laughs> so well, that, you know, I'm pretty interesting. You, you know, <laughs> I, although I did, did talk to, uh, what's that check from the uh, Ghost Hunters International? Oh, Shannon Sylvia. Yeah, I guess that's her name. But anyway, yes. I did talk to her for a little bit, but uh, yeah, I spent more time with you than anyone else did, other than the, <laughs> other, than, other than the security guards who kept chasing us out of everywhere. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah, they could be tough. But anyways, we were yeah. we, finally they gave up and they actually accompanied us. How bad is that? <laughs> uh, we we got to be talking and uh, about a place called the Manse, and this kind of intrigued me. Yeah. Yeah, now what, what is the manse? Um, the manse is actually the old manse, and it's located in Concord, Massachusetts. And it's a really interesting home. Um, now, its backyard is literally the North Bridge. And for those that are history buffs, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you don't, that is where the first shot of the re- revolution was fired was right in their backyard. Really? And, oh, yeah. So the, the people that lived in the house were standing in their dining room watching the beginning of the revolution take place. Now, the story of the inhabitants of this house is really, really fascinating. In 1769, a man named William, William Emerson bought the property from a family called the Bloods. Now, the Bloods had settled in that area um, in 1635. Prior to that, it was um, Indian villages and such. But um, it's right on the river. I think that's North River. That's right there. And so William Emerson tore down the house that the Bloods had lived in, leaving only the fireplace and the kitchen. And he built a new house 
all around that fireplace. And this is in 1769. And he lived there with his wife. Um, I believe her name was Sophia. And uh, they had kids. The kids um, grew up, went on. Um, William was a patriot. He was a minister. Sophia was a um, Tory. So in the middle of this battle, William's out ministering to um, town people and people that were fighting in that little battle um, while he is looking out the window thinking, okay, so if the British win, they're going to burn down my house because my husband's out there with the Patriots. The Patriots win, they're going to burn down my house because Uh I'm a Tory. (laughs) So she was kind of in a... A no-win situation. In a quandary. Luckily. What's that? In a quandary. (laughs) Yeah. Luckily, no one burned down the house. Thank God. And William did not survive the war, and he's buried there in uh, Concord. She married, after William, the last Calvinist minister in the country, and his name was Ezra Ripley. He is the longest-running inhabitant of that house, and uh, or was or maybe he still is. We're not exactly sure. Um, And uh, when he died, uh, the house was rented out to a famous American author named Nathaniel Hawthorne. He spent the first three years of his married life in that house with his wife. um, You know, I knew all the names before we got on the phone, but it'll it'll come to me. Yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Hawthorne. Yeah, Mrs. Hawthorne. There you go. There you go. And um, they spent the first three years of their marriage in the house, and it, this was 1842. Ezra died in 1841. 1842, Nathaniel starts writing a bunch of short stories called Mosses of an Old Manse, and you can get that right on Google Books for free. So Mosses of an Old Manse. And on pages 21 and 22, he starts talking about ghosts that he's encountering in the house. Oh, wow. Really? In 1842, he's writing about this. Nathaniel Hawthorne, the author of The Scarlet Letter. I mean, he's right, just right. no minor player in American literature. At any rate, um, so he's writing about seeing um, ministers in the house. And so, um, especially when um, the two ministers that lived in the house, uh, William Emerson and Ezra Ripley, lived there, there were always ministers coming in and out. They had a room on the third floor where they would stay, you know, so and it was the only room on the third floor with a fireplace, so ministers would stay in that room. So um, on top of it, Nathaniel and his wife were quite amorous in that house. I would say they were pretty amorous all over that house. Really? So, oh, yeah, yeah. They marked every room pretty much. But, you know, there's, um, there's carvings in the windows from where they took her diamond engagement ring and wrote things in the windows. There's a nice little note in the dining room. Um, it's actually two. And one remarks about the sunset from that room. It's, pretty, it's really pretty from that room. Can but, I interrupt you for a minute there, Elizabeth? Sure. Actually, when we went to uh, sign with our book agent, we went to uh, Georgia. And while we were in Georgia, we went to this house down there, Heritage Hall. And it was the first time I had ever heard of that. But the same thing, in that I yeah. guess that was something during that period. They would take their diamond rings 
and write messages in the glass. I think that's amazing. Yeah, I would never think to do that, you know. And, you know, the glass is still there, you know. Um, and in that room where all the ministers would stay, there was kind of like this long kind of, it wasn't, it could have been a closet, but what they would do is they would go in there and they'd practice their sermons. So they'd stand in this little room and they'd huh. read over their sermons, practice it, and they started signing the wall. So up in that room, uh, Nathaniel Hawthorne is signed, um, and, you know, all these passing um, ministers that you wouldn't know anything about. But, um, you know, the years go by, um, and then the Emersons, you know, took back over the house. Now, William Emerson's grandson, Ralph Waldo Emerson, who you might have heard of, yeah, also wrote, but... <laughs> yeah, wrote the book um, uh, Nature in that house, facing out over the battlefield yeah. in the background, I mean, in the backyard. Now, Henry David Thoreau lived down the street when Nathaniel Hawthorne lived there. And, um, you know, they would hang out every now and again, probably quite often. He actually planted the, their uh, garden for the Hawthorne. Um, and his family owned the Colonial Inn, which is down the street, which yep. is still there. Yeah. Yep. Um, Stayed overnight there in Haunted Room 24, I did, I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is, which is in the book. It yeah, is. Walking distance. It's walking distance to the to, to the manse. You can walk there, but um, the Emersons ended up coming back into the house after the Hawthorns hadn't paid rent in three years. The three years that they lived there, um, so the Emersons took back over the house and um, started raising their kids. The kids would stay up on the third floor, and um, Sarah Ripley, Sarah Alden Ripley, she married into the Alden uh, family of you know, the Mayflower Pilgrims, um, was this brilliant woman um, that would tutor failing Harvard divinity students and was really um, resentful of it because she, was not, she wasn't allowed to go to Harvard because she was a woman, and yet these rich boys were just throwing it away. So she would um, tutor them. So she was the last... Uh, a family member to live in the house. When she died, it was given in, to the reservation of trustees, and they run several properties. But they consider the old manse the, the uh, crown jewel of all the properties that they manage. Now, now I, I never realized that history has so much history in one house. That's oh, amazing. yeah. The, this house is absolutely, it really is amazing. Now, Hawthorne isn't the only person that has experienced, let's say, the supernatural in that house, but he's probably the most famous. Now, the old manse has an ultra-dedicated staff of volunteers that um, lead tours on that house. They all take courses in the local history. Um, you know, they're well-versed, and there's a group of ladies that are intimately involved with the lives of the people that no longer live there. They can tell you just about anything. Um, so, oh, yeah. And the, the great thing is to go on a tour there. Ask a question, they've got the answer, you know. And they love the house. And when you go into that house, it's a place that you don't want to leave. It's really an awesome place. And um, we did investigate there several times. Now, we took Mike Markowitz with us, which I know right. you know Mike. And... Um, you know, he did his recordings there, but there were a lot of us there that night, so he didn't get as many as we thought. But, you know, 
we were playing well, that Elizabeth, for you know what? We, we've got to take a break right now. Can you oh, no. just a little bit? Because uh, okay. I know we have somebody coming on in the half hour, but I want to finish with you anyway. So sure. you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Live on Tokyo.net. I am Ron Kowitz. She is Maureen. We'll be right back after the following messages. <laughs> The vault is open. You're listening to The Haunted Headlines, your source for the stories making waves in the paranormal news. Sponsored by GhostVillage.com at www.GhostVillage.com backslash news. Good evening, you're listening to The Haunted Headlines, Ghost Village's weekly journey on the paranormal newswire to bring you the biggest stories affecting the ghost community. Ghosts are getting in the way by being in the road again. In a story from the LA Times reporting from Chivu, Zimbabwe, people are fearing spirits in the road who seem to be taking the lives of some travelers and putting others in the line of fire there. They believe the ancestors on a stretch of road are angry, maybe in remembrance of Cecil Rhodes, who founded the Diamond Company De Beers and sold Zimbabwe. Rhodes helped to establish a camp near what is now the highway, and local people strongly believe that many were thrown to a burning pit by the Diamond Companies. The superstitious among the locals also feel that the younger generation has neglected the rituals that once kept them safe. More than three dozen people have died on this road in recent days, including Susan Zimbabwe, the wife of Prime Minister Morgan Zimbabwe, and another accident there in mid-April killed almost 29 people. The debate rages whether the accidents and the deaths are due to bad spirits in the road or treacherous passage caused by a lack of funds needed to fix the road. Many people in Zimbabwe feel the two are connected. Newport, Rhode Island is known for its mansions on the ocean and historic tales of ghosts, and often the two go hand in hand. One of the more visible houses in the town is now for sale. Belcourt Castle, Bellevue Ave's oldest mansion, has been put up for sale for $7.2 million by the sole surviving member of the family, Harley Tinney, who has owned it for more than half a century. The property was listed on May 1st and is another paranormal real estate to come up for sale since the beginning of the year. This listing might be one of the harder and most telling so far. Newport has long been known as an anchor of affluence in New England, and the Belcourt has one of the most stable properties throughout the last half of the century. In addition to seeking a peek into the old life in Newport and the antiques which have come to characterize the castle, visitors might spot any of the shadows or ghostly figures people have reported there over the years, including the castle's famous monk. In keeping with the paranormal real estate theme, another property in Albuquerque, New Mexico, has gone through a radical transformation in recent days, and the financial backers of the change are hoping a different face will help the old building lose its ghosts. In the coming days, Memorial Hospital which recently celebrated its 85th year, will become a hotel. According to a story from KOAT, the ABC affiliate out of Albuquerque, the empty, falling-down building, which became a mental health facility in the 1980s, was the site of all the gloom and doom traditionally associated with asylums, and helped to spark rumors and tales of paranormal energy still present there. According to authorities, Klinger Construction will be handling the renovations on the 2.3-acre property, and people on the cruise are reporting the same ghostly happenings that people spoke of for years before it closed and later became a target for ghost hunters and thrill-seekers. Quote, I'm sure it's haunted, Ray Smith, what Klinger says. Don't go on the second floor of the West Wing by yourself. The Hotel Park Central, the hotel which is being built, is expected to open up in about a year. Those are the haunted headlines for this week. Make sure to stop by Ghost Village's news section and read about these stories and more at www.ghostvillage.com backslash news.
Maybe. We're back. We are back. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles live on Tojinet. I am Ryan Kolich. She is Maureen Wood. And on the line with us right now is Elizabeth from the Bay State Paranormal Center, who is telling us a little bit about the dance in Concord or is it Lexington? It's Concord. Okay. Concord, so, Mass. So close. Yes. <laughs> I, realize, I, I realize, never realized there was so much history in that one house. I mean, you, you just you know talked about the superstars of uh, uh, American literature. Yeah, I know. I mean, he's, he's about my favorite author. And, um, you know, I other, read about other, him. Other than me, you're talking about, right? Well, before I knew you were an author. Oh, okay, okay. You know, I didn't know what I had a, you know, choice out there. But, <laughs> you know, but now that you're on the scene, totally different story. Um, so just to finish up, um, now they've been having um, experiences in the house you know, all this time, but some people haven't talked about it while others have, you know, doors banging, you know, outer doors sounding like someone's at the door and there's no one outside, um, giving tours and seeing someone walk by, you know, an open door when anyone else in the house is in the same room with them and not out in the hall. Um, they've been coming up the staircase to go to the second floor and have seen stocking feet walk by, you know, at eye, you know, eye level as you're going up the stairs, walking by from one room to the next. So um, there's been a lot of experiences. Now, prior to investigating, you know, uh, most of my experiences took place in a house that I lived in. But, you know, nothing like what I've experienced since I started investigating. In this house on the third floor, um, one of the daughter-in-laws, um, in the mid-1800s, uh, like the eight, late 1860s, sat in the room and looking out at the window, which overlooks the drive, waiting for her husband to come home from the Civil War. The problem was that he was never coming home because he didn't survive, but she sat there day after day waiting just in case he did. Mama. So some people have seen her from outside. They've seen her sitting in that room, and they think, oh, there must be some kind of costumed event going on. And when they check, the house was closed up. No one was actually in the house. Ooh. So, yeah, people have seen her sitting in the window. So the night we went to investigate, it was cold, and um, there's heat, but there's not really heat on that third floor. And the third floor is left exactly the way it was left when the, um, Sarah Alden Ripley died. And um, they had added some bedrooms up there, but they never finished off the hallway walls in that third floor. Well, this particular room is a favorite of a lot of people. And I was standing in the center of it with my head down. I had a ponytail in my hair. And um, all of a sudden, it was as if someone came up and breathed on the back of my neck. And it couldn't have been anyone that we were with. I mean, it happened so suddenly, you know, and it took me by surprise. I couldn't believe that it had just happened. So later on in that room, I'm sitting there, and it was sitting on the floor, and it was like someone was trying to wedge their foot under my butt. So pretty interesting stuff. Um, we've had our medium go in to investigate, and um, they took a bunch of wacky pictures while it was, you know, happening. 
but um, you know, they commute, were communicating with what they thought was a young girl in the uh, minister's parlor. But there's been all sorts of stuff, you know, going on. We definitely caught a lot of EVPs um, when we were playing back Mark's, Mike's, Mike Markowitz's EVPs. Um, the volunteers actually caught something that he missed. Um, they caught someone saying the voice of the first of the man that actually founded Concord. We don't know why it was, you know, on that tape or why it would have been in that house, but they actually caught the guy's name. And of course, I can't remember what it was, but it was pretty astounding um, because it wasn't something that we were aware of. But um, you know, it's a pretty active place. It's pretty interesting as well. And when you go there, you just don't want to leave. And um, now that um, Patriots Day has occurred, they're open all summer, I believe, every day. Yeah, that was one of, one of the questions in the uh, chat room is, is, do they give tours there? Oh, they gladly give tours. And there isn't one person there that can't give you the first rate um, princess treatment while you're there. I mean, you ask a question, they've got an answer. And it's really worth doing your homework prior to going and finding out about the house and who lived there and, you know, um, and what they might have done. Um, a famous artist, Eddie Simmons, Ripley, I believe is his last name, you know, he's drawn on the walls and in the attic up there. Really? And it's, yeah, they're still there. And they were such um, an, an academic lifestyle in that house that, you know, hey, young hey, already. Maureen, when we go there, remind me to sketch something on the walls, please. Oh, yeah, that's just what we want, Ron, a sketch yeah. of Ron. Yeah, yeah, you'll never be able to go back. I think but, maybe yeah. we should do, like, a police outline of your body. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> you know, you know how, how many people are waiting for that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, what, the police outline? Yeah, yeah. On, both, yeah. On, on both both realms. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering. You, you know, maybe you should be careful on Ron. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but there is, in the bedroom, you know how kids will write, this is uh, Joey's room or something like that, you know, just something simple. Young Eddie wrote it in Greek. <laughs> he wrote it in Greek? He wrote it in Greek that this was Eddie Simmons' room. <laughs> oh, now, was he geeky at the time? I wonder, kind of just stranger. No, they were all like that. They were just very learned people, big readers. That is um, funny, though. Yeah, it's it's very funny. Um, you know, one of the uh, DVDs, one of the EVPs that Mike caught there that first night we were there was um, someone saying, gentlemen, Jefferson, like they were trying to catch someone's attention. It's just really, really interesting. You know, I've had my own experiences there, aside from what I've shared, but, you know, they're the kind that can't really be measured, you know, but just really, really interesting and really, really fascinating. It and sounds it's like such a great a place, place to go. Oh, it absolutely is. It's too bad. Um, they don't do overnights or anything like that, but this would be the place to, like, spend a quiet weekend just in reflection or whatever, but... The whole place is just really peaceful, and it's just an awesome, awesome place to go. And um, the furniture in the house is authentic to the house. It may not be in the exact location that it was used in, but all of that furniture was actually used in that house. Oh, so wow. It, that, that's yeah. a, that's now, that's an amazing place. Because you don't often find that, though. No, not at no. all. Nope. Um, so it, it's just... A, 
you know, really great. There's like a Chase Lounge and what they call the Hawthorne Honeymoon Suite. And it goes back to 1760, I think. Um, There's brass candlesticks in the minister's parlor that were a wedding gift to Mrs. Emerson, and those date back to like 1721. So um, there's some really awesome artifacts in that house. You know what would be interesting is uh, the two uh, psychochromery, psychochromery, whatever the hell that is. Psychometry? Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty interesting. Mm. Don't you think? You know, I think we need to take a trip, Ron, to go check it out. That would definitely be the place. I am actually talking with Elizabeth, and we might be planning something there if we can work out the details. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, uh, we have another call on line, uh, Elizabeth, so I'm going to have to kick you off. Uh, oh. Hi. Fine. I know when I'm being dumped. Hey, oh. you know, anyway. join the club, Elizabeth. <laughs> so, we so can what? be pen pals. Yeah, exactly. It was awesome to speak with you guys again. Oh, we, we, we miss you. I do anyways. And, uh, you know, what are you trying to say? I know Maureen misses yes, me. Yes, I do. Yeah, right. Yeah, because I miss her. <laughs> See what I'm saying, Elizabeth? It's not yeah. easy. I have no yeah. clue. <laughs> Any, anyway. All right, fine, go on. All right, us girls got to stick together. That's yeah, right, right. That's, right. That's the problem with it. Too many girls stick together. <laughs> you have no <sighs> idea. Some guys like that. Anyway, goodbye. Uh, we have been talking to Elizabeth from Bay State Paranormal. Hi, Elizabeth. Virtual classes available. Uh, you got to check out her website at com. So, anyway. Thanks a lot. Uh, Good night. Thanks. Good night. Love you. Peace and light. All right. So let's let's bring on our next uh, young lady. Victim. Next victim. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And now on the line with us is Laura. Hey, Laura. Hey, Maureen. How are you? I'm doing good. 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 Hey, Ron. uh, Yeah. Hi. (laughs) <laughs> and Laura, Laura is uh, not only helped me out uh, on uh, Ghost Chronicles International uh, on Tuesday, but we actually planned a special event together, did we? Yes, we did. Next week on Wednesday, June seventeenth, you're going to be here in the store live. We will Ooh. be live. <laughs> my 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 regular co-host. Uh, what's her name? Uh, um, I don't know. Someone uh, Maureen, Maureen will be on the, on the flight back, so uh, I will be. So uh, Laura has graciously uh, decided to join me. Oh, thank you, Laura. See, so you are the victim. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but the cool Someone thing has about to sacrifice. This, yeah. <laughs> the cool thing about this is we're going to be broadcasting live from uh, the Circles of Wisdom in Andover. Yeah. And we're inviting everybody to drop in. Come on in. Uh, say hello. If you got stories, want to hear about them? Yes, absolutely. Come by and tell your stories. And we also have a couple of classes going on that night. And oh, what, what classes, Laura? We have um, Anona, which who is a regular on your show. Oh, Dorothy. Oh. Yes, yes, our, uh, our uh, whatever that thing is. Dorothy. <laughs> Dorothy. Yep, Anona Dorothy Morgan. Yep, she's going to be doing a um, part of her study group that evening from uh, 6.30 to 8.30, and she'll be talking about eclipses. So, um, and this is in regards to astrology. Astrology, that's right. right. She's an astrologer. So, um, there's going to be three eclipses this summer. So she's going to be teaching about it and how it affects you and how to prepare for it and 
And uh, so that goes from 6.30 to 8.30, and you can actually register online. It's only $25, so it's a great deal. Um, you can register online at circlesofwisdom.com. And we also have a really interesting speaker that night also. Um, from 7 to 8, we have Dave Kane here, and he's an author. And um, he wrote a he book. Write? I'm sorry? What does he write? He wrote The 41 Signs of Hope. Um, his son was the youngest victim of the Rhode Island nightclub fire. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, yes. yeah. And um, but after his son passed, he started getting messages from the other side from his son. Oh. So the book is about um, the messages that he actually received from his son, and it it um, yeah, it, if he found that he he didn't actually lose his son, so. So he's going to be talking about that and signing. Breaking my heart just listening to it. I know it's it's sad, well, but it's, heart. Also, it's also hopeful too because it does show that you know he has, he's, he right. feels, you know that um, he does have the proof that life does go on and he does still have that connection with his son. So it's it's, it's heartening in a way and also heartbreaking at the same right. time. But he'll be here um, from seven to eight um, the same evening, and he'd be a great person to talk to on the show. I wonder if he'll stay and talk. That would oh, be that a would good be idea. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, uh, we, I actually received another email. I had a whole pile of emails I was going to go through tonight if it gets slow. But one of the things is we postponed a uh, science class, and uh, somebody wanted to know when we were going to do it again because they were really looking forward to it, and they were, broke their little hearts that we didn't have it. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll have to figure out a time. Yeah. 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 So everybody called and said, isn't that class going to be on? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. We had to postpone it. So there is a group of people who do want to come back and uh, take that class. So as soon as you guys can reschedule it, we'll have it. So, cool. Okay. So that, that sounds like a really a rocking time. I mean, be one to twenty myself and some guy that, uh, who wrote a book and uh, Dorothy who talks to the stars. And yeah, it'll be a great. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a great night. <laughs> and and we we want people to come down. We really do. We we want to meet you. We want to hear your stories. We. We'll, uh, we'll have some stuff to give away. I'll pick up some stuff to give away, too. How's that? Sounds good. I'm sorry. I've got a customer from the start. <laughs> okay. If, if you want to get going, uh, Laura, we'll let you go. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks for calling in. Thanks, we'll Laura. Thanks for having me on. We'll, yeah, we'll see you Wednesday. Yeah, bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, wow. That was cool. That is, that is cool. That sounds like it's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward. I did a live broadcast down there uh, in the wintertime with uh, Stacy. And uh, that was interesting uh, in itself. Freezing, but interesting. They now, put it out in the lobby. Um, I have yep. to, if you got a minute, I have to share something with you. I am here. I'm not going anywhere. All right. For another 10 minutes. Check this out. Yep. Last night, um, a couple of people and myself went off to San Francisco, right? We go to have dinner. After we get out of dinner, we walk near this wharf, right? And they take yep. us to, he says, oh, you have to check out this fantastic vintage mechanical um, kind of arcade. So you walk cool. into this place, and the arcade, all these different, um, you know, arcades were from like the, the early 1900s, the late 1800s, and they're all, you know, like, like a lot of musical ones that, you have, like, you know, the pianos playing and, you know, the old ones that you'd seen on the movie Big that have all the gypsies that are over the glass balls and they spit out a message? Yeah, if you saw Big. If you saw Big. Okay. Anyway, let's just say that I was not a happy camper last night. Why? Because I... There was, Somebody there was, look like you in one of those little glass tents? No, but check this one out, right? 
I, I said, oh, this is kind of, this is interesting. These are cool. I, I think I'm going to try these, right? Yeah. All right. So I go get money, and I put it in the machines. Well, the first one, you know, pretty much was dead on with some stuff. And it, it was kind of weird. And I said, well, that's kind of interesting, you know? Well, there was about, I want to say, three or four other ones, you know, like one that was the gypsy and then this grandmother and an old lady one. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to play these. I cannot believe what it spit out for a my future or whatever it was. I thought it was horrendous. Right. You know that one of them told me that I was going to get in an accident on the way home. Cool. Yeah, you're going to get in an accident. Um, it's going to be, you know, near fatal. Um, Sweet. Yeah. You know, then you all... money the, for that, too. I yeah, like it. no kidding. Wait a minute. It gets better, right? So I'm like, oh, this has to be some kind of, you know, freak joke. So I'm looking at it, and it said something really weird on it. It's like, but, but not to worry that, you know, in the end, things will work out. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's real uplifting. So, yeah, that means, that means you'll have more time for writing. Yeah, no shit. So, oops, did I say that? No. Anyway, <laughs> I go to the next one. I'm, you know, I'm walking around, and I'm getting a little, like, irritated. So I said, no, I'm going to try my luck again. So... I select another one. This this guy that we're I'm in class with, he says, oh, Maureen, he says, go ahead, try this one. Okay. So I do this one. It says, um, when you're 50, you're going to have a major illness, and you're, you know, just something like, you know, you're going to be severely ill, near death. You may not survive. What? Yeah, this is fortunes. I'm like, okay, people, this is ridiculous. So I was so pissed. I took him. I ripped him out and threw him away. And... They you should have the, brought him home with you. No, I threw him out. I was so furious because I said, I am Damn. not going to fall, you know, prey to something that's so ridiculous. And then I, I pulled the, I did the last one, and uh, it actually was not any better. So I, and I couldn't read it, so I said to the guy, could you just, I'm not taking my glasses out again. Could you read it? And he looked at me, and he said, I don't even want to read this to you, Maureen. He said, it's that bad. Now, could you imagine having... So, so what are you trying to tell me? I have to find a new partner I'm now? Wondering, is that what it is? I mean, geez. Isn't that just weird? Huh. I, I was not, you know. No, let, me, let me ask you this. What? Being the man of science that I am, get close to you, um, did anybody else have their fortune done from those machines? Uh, no. Well, what the hell good is that? <laughs> I can't. I know, because I was going to do it again, but I said, you know, I'm not wasting my money. I was so mad. The whole point is, is I'm like, okay, I decided I'm going to use it in a book somewhere. So that's okay because I'm going to use it more on a different type, a different end. And I said, I refuse to believe that, you know, your future is written in stone. And just because the machine tells me that's the way it is, that I buy into it. I just thought it was pretty sad that, you know, if you're picking up this equipment and you're refurbishing it and you evidently have to be filling them up with fortunes, you got little kids coming through here and everything. I mean, maybe they're from Obama, Osama there, whatever his name. Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to wonder. Oh, Obama. Who knows? <laughs> oh, I didn't say that. Uh, uh, the opinion anyway. of Ron is not necessarily that of Ghost Chronicles or any of its affiliates. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know that pretty well, Ron. <laughs> Trust me, I spent my whole life apologizing. Oh uh, yeah. Well, no, I'm not surprised. Anyway. You know, I, I really, you know, it irritates me that you didn't have someone else to do a fortune. Well, it's not that I didn't have someone else. I wasn't paying for someone else to do it. Why not? Because was science, but God thinks, what the, how much was it? <laughs> it was 50 cents a piece. Oh, for God's sake, <laughs> I would have gave it a 50 cents. 
You're not kidding me. Fifty cents. But you know what it did? It scared them off. That's the whole thing. No, you know what it did? It scared them off, Ron. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't want to hear any more about me and that black ooze and did I save a sample. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. You blew scientific evidence for fifty cents. Give me a break. Oh, I chose to have a good fortune, so I kept the good one, threw out the bad ones. Yeah. Because I wasn't in the mood to hear that I was going to drop dead on the way home. You didn't like that one, huh? No. You're going to die. You could possibly die in a fatal accident. What the heck kind of bullshit is that? Wait a minute. Who, well, who was laughing at me when I got an accident on my birthday when I left the window restaurant? I wasn't laughing at you, but you're oh, the one who made a stupid oh, comment. Oh, really? You're over there getting the ghost all riled up. Yeah, oh, really? Really? Oh, oh, oh. Then they, they can't touch me, you know? Huh. That wasn't quite your words, but it was something close. Uh, yeah. Wasn't it? Bulletproof. Bulletproof. Yeah, that's what it was. You were bulletproof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you should. And, and you thought that was so funny that I got into major accidents. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. See, Ron, you got to be careful what you think, for. Well, you know what? Well, I didn't hey. do anything. All I did was put money in a machine. I didn't go, you know, tempted yelling. Fate. Huh? You tempted fate. Oh, tempted fate by what? Putting coins in a machine? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, whatever. For every... For every disturbance in the universe, there's an opposite but equal reaction. Oh, for God's sake. Hey, by the way, yeah. um, you know, give me a call later. I want to I find out about Richard, but anyway. By the way, that's good. You know, why did you say that on the air? Oh, you did. Excuse me. I want to know. I want to know about Richard, but I guess our listeners know and I don't. Right, right. Yes, yes. Richard, Richard is in the hospital. He's doing not good. He's doing poorly. And... Uh, we're asking for prayers and uh, uh, healing energy to them. So if well, you go on any of the websites, which I'm sure you don't. I uh, haven't been able to. Uh, anyway. So uh, we once again, I know the time is running down. I want to remind everyone two things. First of all, Ghost in the Machine, Bob. That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, anyways, next Wednesday, we are broadcasting live from the Circles of Wisdom in Main Street in Andover. Come on down. Join us. Laura and I will be there. Uh, we'll have some surprises. I mean, I'll give some crap away. You know, it'll be it'll be a blast. Uh, you know, you can hit me. You know, it'd be good. Hey, yeah, guys, go down. That sounds good. You know, give them a good poke. Right. <laughs> and on Sunday, if you're not doing anything, and I, I heard that the weather is going to be good, uh, I will be at the uh, Portsmouth Lighthouse in Newcastle, and you'll get haunted lighthouse tours, which is kind of cool. Uh, St. Jan will be there too, and One Eye Run will be there. Oh, how, oh, tell Ron I said hello, one-eyed Ron. That's awful. What's that? That's awful saying that. Why? One-eyed Ron. Well, he is. He had an eye operation. Doesn't mean he's one-eyed. Eye. Yeah, he's only got one now, so. Ugh. So, I told him just like a pirate. <laughs> God. Uh, but any, anyways, and uh, so that's kind of uh, pretty much the show right now. So if anybody wants to call in the last last two minutes, the number is 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, or join us live in the Tucci chat room with any of your questions. That if you're too shy to pick up the phone and call me, which I don't know why people are scared of me, but they are. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm not. I didn't, I didn't comment in that one. Uh, I was I was looking for the zing, but it didn't come. But anyways, our book is officially done, and it is out there, and it will be available on September 1st. 
Uh, if you want to listen to back shows from uh, TojiNet, we do have the players now up on the Any Ghost Project website. Site. Uh, you can listen to any of the the uh, past shows. Uh, we will have them labeled. Right now, they're unfortunately just labeled by date. But if you just click on it, they have players. You can take those and go to other sites and listen uh, at your leisure, which is kind of cool. I mean, I'm really excited about that. I think that's so cool. And we thank TojiNet for that as well. Also coming up, uh, we have uh, Dining with the Dead on the 21st with uh, Rocky Zwicker. Rocky. Roxy. Roxy, Zwicker. you mean? Zwicker. Yeah, that's her, her too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Roxy Zwicker. Of uh, New England Curiosities. Uh, she is a great storyteller. I absolutely love listening to her. Uh, Molly and I have done a couple of events and some radio shows with her. Uh, most notably, uh, well, the uh, Ghost Bride, Lydia Carver. Yep, that's right. That was an interesting one. And also, we did the uh, Molly Maguire's, or whatever that was. Was that Molly Maguire's? Uh, Molly Malone. Molly Malone. Molly Malone. And, yeah. you know, and Roxy, really, we've had her on the radio show multiple times. She's just a great storyteller. She's a great speaker. Um, and, and I would really recommend the listeners, if anybody's interested, they should really check it out at the Wyndham. Yep. It's 39 bucks for a ticket. You can get that on our website, and that includes uh, your choice of three meals, which is steak tips, uh, um, baked fish, or chicken bianco. And that includes your meals and your tips and tax and uh, Roxy. So, kind of cool. Last time we sold out, so I was really happy we had uh, Thomas D'Agostino. And in July, we have uh, Jeff Belandra there uh, at the Wyndham. And in August, we will have Richard Felix. So, I'm really excited. Okay. Sounds a good lineup. All right. So, anyways, we have some uh, great podcasts coming up. Uh, Especially uh, on the iTunes ones, we're doing more and more investigated. We, Maureen and I sat down and decided we'd do that. So go to iTunes and check those out. We have what will be a new one up next week on uh, that road. In, what's that? Dudley Road. So that, Dudley Road, yeah. Yeah, that should be really fun. So anyways, uh, we want to thank all the listeners for tuning in. And those guys in the chat room, Jules and Bob and Laura and Gail right. and whoever else. I want to thank everyone and... I appreciate you hanging in there with us. Yeah, and so stay tuned because a lot of new and good things are happening to Ghost Chronicles and the New England Ghost Project. All right, so for everybody? I don't, well, you know, I haven't heard the music. Which... I did. I heard the, uh, I heard the two-minute warning. Oh, did you? I did. There it is. Uh, a little late. So good night and God bless. Well, it's not for another 30 seconds. What? Yeah. That's only, right. like the, that's only like the beginning music. Yeah. So what am I going to do for the next 30 seconds? I'm Take, tired of talking to you. Bye, Ron. Yeah, good night. God bless. From ghoulies to ghosties. It's time for luxury living. It's time for an elegant enclave. It's time to create your legendary estate. 